Hey there, thank you so much for listening to the Big Time Talker podcast on the Blog Talk Radio Network. I'm Burke Allen live in our Washington, D.C. studios, which, in the interest of full disclosure, remains my kitchen table because of COVID. We can't get back into the studio, but the show, as they say, must go on because we've got a sponsor to take care of. The gang at Speaker Match, speakermatch.com, the world's largest online virtual speakers bureau. And today's guest on the Big Time Talker podcast is indeed a speaker and author. He's a jack of all trades. He has a brand new book out called Navigating Life's Journey, Common Sense in Uncommon Times. And boy, howdy, is this a book whose time has come in today's world. Common Sense is in short supply so it's great to have my friend Richard V. Battle on the program. Hey, congratulations on the new book. Good afternoon, Burke, and thank you. And we are so pleased to be with you this afternoon. Well, it's my pleasure to have you here. And uh, does it seem like common sense has vanished, along with a lot of other things, in 2020? Did Did you start writing this book in response to all the nuttiness and craziness of this year? Or did it actually begin earlier and, and it just happened to coincide with all this. Well, it was interesting from the standpoint that when we published Conquering Life's Course, Common Sense and Chaotic Times last year, I had had some additional articles that I had written and put aside for a future volume. But my plans this year did not include another book this year. It was more focused on 2021. But when COVID hit and we all had to adapt our schedules, I seem to be given more articles in my mind inspirationally to write. And lo and behold, in a much shorter time than I envisioned, the book took form. So you mentioned last year's book, Conquering Life's Course. This is book number seven for you. Is that right? This is the seventh book. I never dreamed of writing one. And I know my English teachers never dreamed of me reading one, much less writing one. (laughs) Now now we have seven out and... uh, it's just unbelievable to me that uh, we've been able to do this. Well, the folks at your publisher, Outskirts Press, have a release, and, and they talk about you uh, being sort of in that, that personal growth and motivational and inspirational lane. Um, if, if someone asked you what the new book is about, what would you say? Well, I think it has four pillars that I, that I believe it offers. It offers inspiration. It offers encouragement. It offers entertainment. And it offers information uh, to people, I think, that can reaffirm their values, give them inspiration during these COVID days and beyond, because our society is not going to get any easier going forward with or without COVID. And this is one of those books, and if you're just joining us, Richard Battle is our guest today. We're talking about his new book, Navigating Life's Journey. This is one of those books that uh, has some meaning and it has some meat but it also is something that has lots of sort of bite-sized nuggets that you can sit down on the nightstand in the evening and, and read for you know, 15, 20 minutes before you fall asleep or, or in the morning and, and, and take something away and not have to have a life commitment to that book. You know what I mean? Well, absolutely. And, and my mantra is trying to provide timeless messages of proven principles to help people win every day. And Navigating Life's Journey has 40 chapters or 40 proven principles that are bite-sized, and they can be read in any sequence. It's not a continuous book, but each chapter stands on its own and offers common sense 
wisdom as well as uh, 250 examples of people, places, and things, 75 motivational quotes. So it's trying to offer timeless messages for a day or 50 years from now. How is it that you came to decide to, to write this particular book? Well, it is a, an extension of the Conquering Life's course book, and I believe I've just been given inspiration periodically on a wide variety of topics that comes to me, and then I write those particular chapters and assimilate them into a single volume of a theme, and the theme is common sense and uncommon times, and this book, Navigating Life's Journey, uses the metaphor of traveling a river from its source to safe harbor and going around the bends and over the waterfalls and the different phases of life that we go through in many of the different messages. On the cover of the book, and, and uh, you can take a look at it on our website and also at Richard's website and Amazon and Barnes & Noble, all those places. There's a, a person in a kayak, and I, I could just picture the reader in 2020 paddling just as fast and hard as you can <laughs> to power through what has been just a crazy year uh, for everybody. And, uh, you know, you remind me in your writing and, and when I hear you on the radio or see you in, on TV or, or read your stuff in, in the newspaper, Washington Times, wherever it is, you remind me, and, and I'm going to date myself a little bit, of a guy that I grew up listening to, Paul Harvey. And, uh, you know, some of our listeners will remember Paul Harvey. He was on the radio, uh, ABC Network, for years and years with sort of this common sense wisdom and comforting. And I wonder if, if Paul Harvey at all was an influence on the way you look at life or the way you communicate your themes. Well, I appreciate that resemblance, if, if that's what you're offering or compliment. I certainly would not hold myself up to his standards, but I loved Paul Harvey. And I'm, I try to offer what I do in a relatable format to people that anyone can pick it up, read it, not only understand it, but appreciate it and apply it. it you don't have to have a rocket science degree. I'm not trying to impress someone with everything I know. I'm trying to relate things that will make people feel more assured about their lives and the values that they were raised on, the values that built the greatest country in the history of the world. And, and common sense, as I say, is always in style and it never goes out of season, regardless of the attacks that we face on our society sometimes. The common sense values that this country was built upon are still valid today. Richard Battle is our guest today. You can visit him at richardbattle.com and the brand new book uh, just out, Navigating Life's Journey, Common Sense in Uncommon Times. You spotlight an awful lot of folks in this book and, and you know lessons that they have taught you, but you also have had to navigate some pretty tough t stuff in your own life, and I wonder what you learned from your own experiences that, that formed your own navigating life's journey. Well, and, and yes, I've been blessed to have achieved many great successes, but I've also had some challenges. I survived a fire. I survived a financial devastation in the 80s, and divorce and heart procedures and cancer and I lost my only son and each of those were unwelcome opportunities which was my fifth book uh, but each of those also taught me lessons of per perseverance and resilience and other things that have helped me get through COVID times which I hope 
uh, I can share in navigating life's journey with other folks as well to help them navigate their challenges uh, also. You know, as we head into the holiday season, I think this book will be perfect as, as we come into Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, and there's also a little element of George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life and in, in the way you write and, and what you write. Uh, it's not a political book in any way. And so I'm wondering if when you were writing this as an author, if you had sort of a, a target reader in mind, who should read this book? Well, it's it's not political because I don't think common sense is partisan. And I think the values that our country was founded on and built into the greatest country in the history of the world are not partisan either. And that's what I advocate are those particular values. And I think they're still good today as well as uh, yesterday. So I think adults can read this and reaffirm uh, the values they were raised on. I think they can learn and use lessons and examples that I have in here, some that inspire me greatly to help raise their families and continue those common sense values in the generations that are upcoming. And, you know, maybe if if uh, you're listening right now, first of all, thank you for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast. But you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, geez, you know, Sounds like this guy, this Richard Battle guy, has gone through some pretty tough stuff losing a child. I mean, you can't make it any harder than that. Maybe, maybe the listener hasn't gone through uh, his or her own George Bailey, it's a wonderful life type of, of life challenges. Uh, maybe the, the big tough stuff hasn't hit them yet, but it's gonna. At some point, it's gonna. So do you think that uh, uh, the people who have not faced those big, great challenges in life would still get something out of a book like Navigating Life's Journey? Well, absolutely. And one of the things I'm so blessed, I've got 250 examples of people, places, and events, some that are historical, uh, some that I know personally. And I'll, I'll give you an example of a friend I've known for several years who was one of the leading cardiologists in Austin, Texas, performed okay. over 11,000 successful heart procedures. But he did not start as a cardiologist. He started as a, an engineer and went to work for what became Exxon. And he failed. And he went back to school. He did not know what he wanted to be. And a friend had him tutoring. And on his attempt to try to get into med school, his friend failed. But his friend inspired my friend, George Lowe, to become a doctor and go to med school. And so we never know how we might influence someone else's life to be more successful. And George Lowe failed at being an engineer, but succeeded greatly at being a doctor because he did not give up. He did not focus inwardly and focus on his failure. He looked for opportunity and to use his gifts in life. And he is just such a great example to me and so many others uh, that I wanted to share him in Navigating Life's Journey. Richard Battle is our guest today. The new book, Navigating Life's Journey, available at Amazon.com, at Barnes & Noble, bookstores everywhere from Outskirts Press. And uh, you can also visit him online at richardbattle.com. He's an award-winning author uh, who's written now seven books. This is number seven, lucky number seven, uh, public speaker for, I'm going to date you a little bit here, for 30 years, 30 years You've been uh, offering up help on volunteerism and leadership and faith. Uh, we're appointed by uh, Governor Rick Perry down in Texas to the Judicial Council and the Texas Emerging Technology Fund. And 
one time your president of the Austin Junior Chamber of Commerce and then the U.S. Junior Chamber of Commerce recognized that chapter as the most outstanding one in the U.S. You were an executive with uh, Keytrack, Reynolds & Reynolds Company, for a long time. So you've been around the block a time or two. I wonder if, if uh, you know, as you look back on your life, if there were one or two big lessons that, that informed you that you want to impart on, on people in, in this book, but, but sort of overall in life? Well, one of the things I would say, and, it, and it's a chapter in the book, a dream delayed is not a dream denied. And a lot of times in life, if we don't achieve a dream that we have, we go on to something else and forget it. And I have an example of another friend I met at a reader's award ceremony in there, but I also use my example as well because I had not joined the JCs out of college. My dad had been one. And if I would have, I would have not been as successful as you related a few minutes ago. But joining seven years later with more experience under my belt and more maturity, I was able to take advantage of the opportunity and be more successful myself and have a greater impact on people. Uh, I've had many other examples, some in this volume, some in others, of a similar situation. So I would encourage people, if you've had a dream that you held and you didn't achieve it, don't give up on it. It may come at another time in your life and be prepared at that time to go after it again. You know, I love that that concept. And, and I have a buddy who grew up uh, in, in pretty rough circumstances in Detroit, Michigan, and uh, in his family, education was not a priority. And so he dropped out of high school uh, almost 30 years ago. And when COVID happened, when the pandemic happened and he wasn't able to leave the house and he wasn't able to work, uh, he and I talked and, and he said, you know, I'm going to go back to school and get my high school diploma. And and he asked me for help. And I said, look, I'll support you any way I can. But I, I think that that, uh, you know, that calculus and algebra that left me a long time ago. You're going to have to hunker down and do it. You know, and and he did it, though. Almost 30 years later, went back and, and got his high school diploma. So I, I love the idea of a dream delayed is not a dream denied, that it's never too late to, to chase those dreams. There's one other thing that I thought was interesting as I skimmed through your new book, Navigating Life's Journey. You had some pretty funny stuff in there. Certainly it's inspirational, but there is some humor in there too. And I'd love it if you would give me maybe the, the funny thing or the funniest thing to you in Navigating Life's Journey. Well, one, one of the experiences that's funny now, but it wasn't funny when it happened, and it's in the chapter entitled, How Did I Get Into This Mess? And I was talking about how sometimes we get into messes based on our own choices, and sometimes we don't. And I gave a couple of different examples, but I was on a trip to Morocco with my company many years ago, and we took a side trip to Marrakesh, and okay. I I was traveling alone with the large group, and so I went off on my own into the market exploring and came back into the center of the market. And just like tradition and most people have seen, there were people sitting on mats, and they were blowing their little instruments, and the right. cobras were raising up off the mats. And I took a picture of one of those people, and tradition had it there that if you took somebody's picture, you gave them money. So I took the picture put some money on the mat for the gentleman, turned around to leave, and someone yelled. And that's where I made my mistake. I turned around to see if they were yelling at me, and I should have known better since no one there knew me. 
And <laughs> I turned around. And next thing I know, I have a cobra's at my belly button with its head and tail looped around my neck. And the wow. gentleman's asking me for money because of the picture. And I pointed to the other person and said, I paid him. And he said, no, you pay me. Well, he wasn't going to relent. So I dug into my pocket and paid him. And when I got back home and I developed the pictures, which today you don't do that because it's electronic, yeah. I could see not only the person on the mat and the cobra that I took the picture of, but behind it, I could see the gentleman who wrapped the cobra around my neck looking square at me as I was taking the picture, thinking I was taking it of him. And so that's my memento adventure. <laughs> and that picture I put into the book to show people and illustrate because it, the visual image of that makes the story even funnier. And after that episode, I retreated to a rooftop cafe until it was time for the bus to leave. And as we drove out of Marrakesh, I saw an American flag at a U.S. Marine outpost in Morocco, and I was ready to get off the bus and join that day <laughs> for protection. <laughs> I love it. I, I'll tell you, in 2020, uh, Richard Battles, our guest today, we're talking about his book, Navigating Life's Journey, and you look for that, that cobra picture in the book. Uh, I think many of us sort of feel like we've been strangled by a cobra this year. Um, and, and maybe that's why it's so important uh, the folks check out Navigating Life's Journey at this time, Common Sense in Uncommon Times. Do you feel like maybe that, that what you wrote is a little bit more relevant, a little bit more prescient than uh, than it would have been at another time in history? Well, absolutely. And again, I tried to write timeless messages that can meet people where they're at. And so if someone today is suffering or enduring COVID and it's it's tough on them there's some great messages or 10 or 20 years from now if they're going through a tough experience there is a, as well and one of the things I shared that I learned after losing my son people and we have a tendency to focus in tough times on why me and in my opinion that focuses backwards it's very self-centered and people we can get hung up in the past if we don't watch it. Why me? Why did I deserve to have this situation happen? And my opinion is the right question to ask is what now? In other words, it doesn't matter why something happened. We're experiencing it. And what are we supposed to learn from that can help us going forward? And I can tell you with that attitude, all of the adversity I've gone through has provided me lessons that have helped me going forward. And what I want to do is I don't want to suffer twice for one lesson. So if I'm suffering, I want to figure out what the lesson is and learn it once and, and not have to learn it again. You know, you make a good point. I was actually listening to a, a talk radio show earlier this morning and, and there was a mayor from a, a medium sized city in the Midwest who was talking about uh, how certainly COVID is an issue in her city. Um, but she had the, the chief of police on, and they were talking about how many 911 calls they're getting about uh, spousal abuse now and, and, you know, drug and alcohol abuse and overdoses that have really spiked because folks are just stuck at home and they're despairing an awful lot. And, and I wonder with, with that kind of backdrop in America today, what's the most important fact you think that, that readers might, might take away from navigating life's journey from your new book? 
Well, whether it's COVID or uh, another adversity, we are going to go through adversity in life. And normally we experience adversity by ourselves or in a small group. But with COVID, everyone's experiencing the same adversity at the same time. So it's a very unique situation. And I'm a very strong believer that there's one of two choices during this time. One, people will hunker down at their house and they will try to just get over it. They'll uh, watch TV. They'll eat. They will just wait to see what happens. And the other group, they're trying to figure out what can I learn from this? How can I use this time? How can I adapt so I can learn? And when this thing's over, I will leap forward and they will leap past the first group. And the first group's going to wonder, how did those people get ahead of me? We both went through the same thing. Well, it's not what we go through. It's how we respond to it. And the people that respond to it in the right way and try to take advantage of the situation to grow and prepare themselves will be much more successful and happy than the people that just sits and waits for this thing to be over. And, and you know, that's not, it's not easy. And it's easier said than done, of course, but, but it certainly is doable. I, I, I hear pundits on, on TV and on the radio sometimes talk about, well, you can just pivot, you pivot to something new. And there are an awful lot of folks out there that pivoting is not easy, uh, but it certainly is doable if you're willing to, to hunker down and have the grit and determination to, to navigate life's journey. And, and part of that navigation might be taking the, the road less traveled. Hey, I want to ask you, Richard, about the subtitle of your book, because that really strikes a nerve with me. Common sense in uncommon times. I, I don't think anyone of any persuasion would question that these are uncommon times. I think the question for me is, where did common sense go? in America? And and how do we get it back? Well, I think that's a great question. As I mentioned earlier, common sense, in my opinion, is always in style and never goes out of season. But we've had an attack on it with people trying to change not only our country, but trying to change our culture from what has worked over the centuries. And our culture that built our country was built over hundreds of years by millions of people. And I think Thomas Sowell has the best quote right now, which he says, the history of the last three decades in Western civilization has been a history of of giving up what worked for what sounds good. And too often now we have people who, because of their volume, get attention trying to promote things and promote theories that have not been proven or worked anywhere else because they want change versus things that we have that have succeeded and will continue to succeed if we don't abandon them. And, you know, those those loud voices are the ones that, that get the attention. There was an old saying, you know, that he who holds the pen writes history. I, I think it seems to be the, the loudest voices on social media uh, tend to, to scream over one another, and that common sense seems to be lacking, frankly, in, on both sides of the political aisle, there has to be a, a fine line in there somewhere. Um, are, are there folks out there that you look to for common sense? Are, are there folks that we can all sort of look towards and go, you know, that 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 gentleman or that lady, uh, they seem to have it together pretty well. Anybody well, uh, that you look to? Yeah, and I think I, I want to preface it by an expression I have in Navigating Life's Journey that if hindsight's twenty twenty and experience is the best teacher, why do the people that have neither 
so hesitant to accept input from the people that have both. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so all of us have people who can mentor us, who have experiences in life that we don't have. And whether you accept it or not, if you will listen, if you'll find people who care about you and listen to their input, uh, I know I wish I had done that earlier in life. And I have an 84-year-old mentor now who I talk to every day who helps me because even at my age, he has more life experiences than I do. And so we can always learn things new every day. And each of us can find people who care about us, who can share ideas with us. And pointing out celebrities or well-known people to me is not as important as looking at your parents, uh, relatives, people that you may work with who can help your career, your pastors, uh, other people that can influence you personally to me, are, are such great examples. Uh, I mean, we can point out people like a Stephen Covey or uh, authors like a Stephen Ambrose or David McCullough or all kinds of different people, but we need to all find personal mentors and people to help us as well. You know, I love that theory because we're in such a celebrity-focused culture that you often don't think about that person from your childhood. And as you, as you talked about that, I remembered uh, a gentleman in my neighborhood who was, a, you know, a tough, hardworking, uh, blue-collar guy, but was as moral and ethical as, as they come. His name was Hugh Fortney, and his sons and I are still in touch all these years later. But what a great mentor Hugh Fortney was to me as a young kid. And, and if we can bring it in a little closer to those people that, that can help uh, you along your journey one-on-one, then maybe at some point in your life, you'll be that person that can reach back and help a young person with your own example. Well, that's exactly right. And, and today the popular expression is paying it forward. But my personal opinion is paying it forward leaves out something very important. And I'd rather use the term return the favor. Because if we stop and think about it, people we know and people we don't know have paved the way and provided things that have helped us be where we're at. And so we have people to thank and paying it forward leaves out the thank you to those people that paved the way for us. And so I think as we return the favor, we do things to help people going forward who may or may not know we're doing it for them, but we're returning the favor those before us gave us. And, you know, Richard, it's not always big, huge, grand gestures. Uh, Last month I pulled into a a parking lot after hours, uh, and the gentleman came up who worked in the parking lot to collect my $5. And, And like most people these days, especially in 2020 in the era of COVID, I don't carry cash anymore. And I said, sir, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash with me. Can I give you my credit card? And he said, oh, I don't accept credit cards. And there was a lady getting in her car right next to me where I pulled in. And she said, you don't have any cash? And I said, no. And, and this lady took a $5 bill out of her purse and said, this one's on me. She paid the parking attendant. Now, here's what really made that story uh, sing. The parking attendant then handed her the $5 back and her original $5 from paying and said, you know what, they're both on me, and thank you all, and have a great weekend. Just a little gesture like that, and that made my weekend, and I'm still thinking about it, you know, a month and a half later. So there are ways that you can do the right thing 
even during COVID, uh, and small gestures can, can impact so much. Well, that, that is a great example, and that's a great example of common sense and giving a gift back. The ones that always really impact me or where someone comes up to me and thanks me for something I may have said many years prior, and right. I don't even remember the conversation, much much less saying what they thank me for. And so we never know when we're talking with someone, we may say something that seems innocuous at the time. It may seem unimportant, but it may impact somebody on a much bigger scale than we think. And years later, they may come back and thank you for it when you didn't really remember it. No, that's you make a great point. And, and folks like you that are a little bit more in the public eye from your media appearances and, and writing books, I think it's it's that much more important. And that's why I think it's it's so important for professional athletes and and our political leaders and our uh, celebrities to to be good examples, because for them, they'll meet, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of people every month. But for for those of us, uh, the great unwashed, and uh, you know, if we run up on a professional athlete, we'll remember that encounter for the rest of our lives. It won't impact them at all. For us, it'll always be there. So they, they carry a responsibility uh, to do the right thing. Hey, before I let you go, uh, I have a concept that I want to throw past you for this Navigating Life's Journey book, uh, Common Sense in Uncommon Times, Richard V. Battle is our author and our guest today on the Big Time Talker podcast. And and that is spreading the message of navigating life's journey. And 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 maybe evangelizing is a little bit too big of a word. Maybe that that, that carries a little bit too much gravitas. But boy, I think a book like Navigating Life's Journey, Common Sense in Uncommon Times, is the kind of thing that, that needs to be spread around out there. So I wonder what other ways you're spreading the message and and how readers might get invested and and spread it out on their own as well. Well, I think that is a a fantastic question. And as you you mentioned earlier, I am a speaker, and I like being able to share this message in person via Zoom, via radio or TV uh, interviews, via advising businesses on how they operate, sharing this type message. I think individual people once they see Navigating Life's Journey, the book, and either in paper, Kindle, or audio, they have opportunities to share that because I think it is a terrific gift to give people as well. And as since it's bite-sized chapters, people can invest a couple of minutes a day and pick up a nugget that may change their lives. And not all of them came from me, but they're things that I included from other examples. And I just think there's so much valuable information that I hope we can share the message uh, with many, many people. I love that that you've embraced technology, too. I mean, you're not a kid. And and lots of folks, as, as we all get older, we tend to become resistant to technology. But as a speaker, as somebody that goes out as a, you know, a platform speaker and a keynote speaker, you're unable to do that right now. You're like the rest of us. You're at home. So you figured out this technology pretty well. And, and I think that uh, using whatever tools that you may have to help you navigate life's journey uh, is probably a good thing, right? Well, yes. And, and the message is about the audience. It's not about the, the technology. I prefer being in person but using whatever technology we can and trying to deliver the message through the written word, Kindle, videos, audios, whatever we can do to share the message with people. That's what I'm trying to do because the message is bigger than me. 
Yeah, and it is all part of figuring out how to navigate life's journey. If you know, if life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, as the old saying is going. Uh, common sense in uncommon times. The subtitle of the book. Richard Battle is a common sense guy. I think I got all this right. If if people are interested in uh, picking up a copy of the book, uh, it's from Outskirts Press. So I would imagine outskirtspress.com, also Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Are those the best places to find you? Yes, and uh, when they go to Amazon, Richard V. Battle would be the way they can find all of my writings. Uh, richardbattle.com is my website. Uh, Outskirts Press backslash navigating life's journey points to this book alone but uh, amazon has all seven of them as does barnes and noble so that's the the place to pick all seven of them up hey congratulations on the new book and much success thank you Bert. thank you again for having us today uh, it's my pleasure the book is navigating life's journey common sense in uncommon times richard v battle was our guest today pick it up i think you're gonna love it And uh, boy, in 2020, this is a book you need on your nightstand. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Time Talker podcast, the service of SpeakerMatch.com. For my guest, Richard Battle, I'm Burke Allen. Thank you so much for listening. Now go out there and make it a great day.